Alright, all you moviegoers out there, welcome back to the Yenny Radio Arcade. And now it's time for us to go into an exciting mercenary field edition of the 3MR. And the movie we have up on the plate for this week, folks, doesn't have a 3 in it, but instead a 4. None other than The Expendables 4. And it really does have a 4 in it because it has a 4 where the A should have been for the title. Yeah, I'm, I'm not kidding. It's right there on the page. Carlo the Maestro is looking at it and was a little bit confused and was automatically reminded of the video game Driver when it had a 4 in the title. No, it had a 3 in the title for that. Now you're trying to throw me off. Well, besides being thrown off with numbers and titles, folks, the meat and potatoes of this said film would be after an op that would go horribly wrong, would see Gina leading the gang to try to clean up the past of Barney during this said film with a little bit of help from their friends. And that's the best meat and potatoes we can give you without revealing too much of the said film itself. Now, what did I love about this said film? Well, outside of the cool music and fighting scenes that would take place during it that we'll talk about in a second, we also loved the litany list of people that was featured during it and boy oh boy was there. Because first up you would have none other than Jason Statham, who would not only play Deckard Shaw, not only in the Fast and Furious series, but also in the movie Hobbs and Shaw, co-starring with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but would also be featured in two different Meg films as Jonas Taylor, even featured as a spy in the movie Spy as Rick Ford, also featured as the mechanic, but most importantly in a movie that I absolutely loved as Chev Chelios in the movie Craig. And that's just to name a few because we'll be here all night trying to name all of his films. Next up, you have none other than hip-hop artist 50 Cent, better known as Curtis James Jackson, which I didn't know that because he kept his name under wraps. But either way, folks, we would also see him playing as Cannon in 44 episodes of Power, even seeing him in the movie Rich or Get Rich or Die Trying as Marcus, even was a spy in the movie Spy as Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, and was also featured in the escape plan as Hush. No Carl and my show, that's what his name was in the said film. <laughs> but outside of that, folks, he would also play Easy Day, a part of this film of The Expendables. Next up, you would also see Dolph Lundgren, who would not only be a part of the Sharknado series, but also played He-Man in the 1987 film of Masters of the Universe, also playing Ivan Drago in Rocky IV in Universal Soldier, playing Andrew Scott, GR-13, and also featured as a street preacher and Johnny Menumac or Minimac or Minimonic. We'll go with the fourth one just in case. <laughs> but most importantly, folks also play Gunner, a part of the Expendable series. Then you have none other than Tony Jaa, 
which I was really excited to see him a part of this film because folks, he would play a part of the Ombak series that would even see Nathan Jones, which for those who don't know, was the guy who played the big heavy in not only the series of Mad Max Fury Road, but also was in the movie of the Protector. I'm pretty sure the one where he threw an elephant, but either way you look at it, folks, definitely an awesome film he was a part of, but played Densha, the boat operator in The Expendables. Next up, you have none other than Aiko Ues. And hopefully we said his name right because this man was not only featured during the Raid series, but also played in Mile 22 as Leonor. Also featured in the movie with Batista known as Stuber as Oka Tejo. Hopefully you said that name right. And was even featured in the film of Fistful of Vengeance. Amongst other great subtitle filled movies that my sister had me watch that we'll mention in the future. Next up besides him you have none other than Andy Garcia who would not only be a part of the movies Ocean 11 and 12 as Terry Benedict, but also was Vincent Marcini, our Mancini, thank you for the correction, Carl and the Maestro, featured in The Godfather Part 3. Even played Fico Fellow in the film of The Lost City and was also none other than Marsh in the film of The Expendables. Just to name a few because we'll be here all night mentioning all of his films. Then you have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sylvester Stallone, who would not only be a part of all of the Rocky films, such as Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, and Carl and Michael said we'll be here all night because he was Rocky Balboa in those said films, but would also play as Barney in the Expendables series, Starcar Ogard in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, King Shark in the Suicide Squad film, and would also play none other than the man known as the Demolition Man in the movie Demolition Man. <laughs> Oh, and before I forget, also played the voice of John Rambo in Mortal Kombat 11 and was featured in all of those said films. And next up outside of him, you have none other than MMA legend Randy Couture, who would not only play in all of the Expendable films, but was also featured as Carnahan in Big Stan and was also featured in the bell keeper as hank and also featured in the 2023 film of clown motel as cranston then you have none other than jacob cipico who would not only play as armando artez in the film bad boys for life but was also featured as sergeant justin gallows in the film of The Outpost, as well as playing Gallon, a part of The Expendables 4. Then you have none other than Levi Tren, who was not only featured a part of Shameless for eight episodes as Eddie, but was also featured in a reboot to MacGyver as Desi Nguyen for 36 episodes, even played Trish Park in The Haunting of Hill House mini TV series for four episodes, and was even featured as Roy Nick in The First Purge. 
not bad. Not bad at all. And also played Lash in The Expendables. Next up, you have none other than Lucy Newman-Willis, who would not only be a part of Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, but was also a part of Secret Invasion and was even a part of The Expendables as none other than Russo. Next up on the list, you have Darren Knopf, who would not only be a part of Moon Knight as the stuntman for six episodes, but was also featured as a stuntman in John Wick Chapter 4, and even in The King's Man, which we still need to watch, and was featured as Buck in The Expendables 4. And since Carl and the Maestro said we can't mention everybody here tonight a part of the film, we will mention Kenny Cowboy Bartman, even Cody Mackey, who was a part of this film, as well as none other than Kogi Farclo. And finally, last but certainly not least, Dan Chupong, who was not only a part of the film of Born to Fight, but was also a man who was a stuntman in the film of Monster Hunter and on Bach as a Crow Ghost, cool title by the way, and finally would be a bodyguard number four and on Bach the Thai Warrior as well as being a part of the Dynamite Warrior as well. And one of my favorite scenes featured a part of this said film. I would have to say, outside of the comedy of hearing none other than Randy Couture explaining his cauliflower ear, which I really thought was funny, but would have to be the final moments of this film during the big ship fight which not only would show Jason Statham going up against the guy who was a part of the said Raid series in a dream matchup I thought would never happen on the silver screen until this movie came out, which was absolutely awesome to see, and trust me, folks, worth the watch. And seeing the fact that we don't know how to review films along the lines of Siskel and Ebert or any of those other famous film reviewers that you know of out there, we say this. If you guys want to go ahead and watch the boys get back in town once again to pull off something that was impossible and was meant for them to do since nobody else would do it for the amount of money they would do it as it would be considered as an impossible job that only they could complete with a bunch of litany list Avenger action movie stars featured during it, then I recommend you go out there and watch that flick. And to sequel or not to sequel, well, seeing the fact that this would be the last run of The Expendables, I would have to say for one last hoorah of an action movie list of people who were together and actually has a combined total of almost 50 years of an action movie experience, I would have to say yes, sequel to this film, despite the critics. And I guess with that said, folks, I think it's time for us to head back to the music. And when we return, we'll be back with more of the Indie Radio Arcade right after a word from our sponsors. So don't go anywhere just yet, folks. And stay tuned. 